I'm Lindsay, mom of two active boys on the West Coast and believe there's no reason for money to be ugly. I love helping busy moms make it pretty without using cash envelopes or coupons. And I'm Megan. Me and my husband, we have four kiddos and I relate more to the dad role than the mom. And I'm an HGTV loving, oversharing finance nerd. Together we host the Money Stuff with Moms podcast. We understand the hashtag mom life but we also can appreciate the big picture adulting responsibilities like money. In this podcast, we invite you to be a part of our no fluff, fun conversations that will give you helpful on the go finance tips. Even if it's just a peek behind the curtains to hear about what we are doing with our money. When it comes to building wealth, there are a lot of reasons why people feel the need to hyper focus on that. Mm -hmm. Like the need for financial security is real. Mm -hmm. Um, More wealth does equal more freedom, more independence and a better choices, more choices, more Mm -hmm. quality of life, decreased timelines to getting to your goal. Yeah. So when I say um, my goal or something I'm working towards is increasing my wealth, what would you say is one of the ways, strategies, or tips and tricks for me to get there? I love this question because depending on who you were to ask, you could get so many different answers, right? Um, like some people be like, oh, real estate or oh, stock market, or I don't know. There's there's so many different ways that you could think about this. Um, Something that I talk to my clients about a lot is getting their heads wrapped around the, you know, the realization that there's only 24 hours in a day. The amount of wealth that we need is very hard to come up with inside of that 24 hour bracket. Like we only have so much time. It's finite. And the wealthy are getting wealthier. You know that saying, the wealth, like the, the, the wealthy get wealthier, the poor get poorer. The divide grows every year. And what are the wealthy doing? They have their money working for them. They are not trying, they don't have more than 24 hours in a day. They have their money working for them. And for so many people, we're worried about investing. We feel like we're not good with our money. So we're trying to earn more, earn more, earn more. Um, It's really hard to earn enough in a 24-hour period in your working years to get where you need to go. So like understanding that concept, there are only 24 hours in a day. And most of us will not be able to earn the money in an hourly wage to reach our goals if we don't find a way for our money to be doing the heavy lifting for us through some type of investment strategy. Um, You know, and people can go down whatever path they're interested um, in on on the investment strategy. Um, But just that baseline concept of there's only 24 hours in a day, your money has to go to work too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, interesting. So really, focusing on what strategy feels best for the stage of life that you're in for your risk tolerance. This is a conversation I just had with a client because this is probably the very, because I'm working with real estate investors, their tolerance for risk 
can sometimes be out of the norm. Yeah, a little high. <laughs> They're a little high. And I always have to have this conversation saying your appetite for risk and your capacity for risk need to be in alignment. Yeah. So like you might have an appetite to go ahead and pursue this strategy, but your actual capacity is not quite there yet. My mom always uses the saying that your, um, your eyes are bigger than your stomach. Like when you're loading <laughs> up your plate at the buffet, that's them, right? Their eyes are bigger than their stomach sometimes. That's right. And then sometimes you see people on the other end of the spectrum. And I know a lot of people like this in my personal life where their capacity for risk is actually quite comfortable. They can afford to take yes. quite a bit of risk. Yeah. But their appetite yes. is not there. So they're liking to keep their stuff in savings and GICs. They don't like to do things that feel scary. When they hear the word loss, they feel gambling. When they hear investing, they feel bumpy ups and downs. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's really just having that conversation of what is your appetite? What is your actual capacity and where can they get in as alignment as possible? A lot of people I talk to seem to think that investing is optional. It's not optional. It is a must for every single Canadian who wants to retire with some type of reasonable lifestyle. Um, it's just not optional. And I live in a government town most people here have pensions. And so investing is like only in real estate. And obviously that's not true. People invest in lots of different ways, but um, there's so the, the big investment money happens in real estate here, you know, you know for the, for the average Joe, if we, but in order to invest in real estate, like you need to have the down payment, you need to have the, like, you need to be able to have the income to qualify, like all of those things, investing in real estate, there's a big hurdle to overcome, to, to join that club. And a lot of people don't join that club or they're not interested in being a landlord. So the other camp is like that they almost do nothing. Like, no, 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 like you don't have a choice. Investing is a must because your 24 hours in a day cannot earn you what you need. You have to have your money working for you. A belief, like a concept that for salaried, you know, working folks who are just trying to get by and pay their mortgage and, you know, busy mom life, um, that they, yeah, that they think it's optional or that it's for somebody else or those types of, of thoughts. But, uh, yeah, the, the secret to building wealth is realizing that your money has to work for you. Hey mama. I wanted to pop in quickly and let you know that I just released a brand new program called Budget for More. It's the complete roadmap to setting up an automated budgeting system that will leave you with more. More time, more vacations, more fun, more wine. If you would like to check out this program, go to my website, lindsayplum.com forward slash budget for more. And if you want a discount on that program, I'd love to give it to you. There's a 50% off discount for podcast listeners. Use coupon code beta50, B-E-T-A-5-0. I would love to see you inside that new program to help you budget for more. 
That's oh, yeah. What's your what's your tip? <laughs> okay, so if someone comes to me and says, I really want to increase my wealth, I'm feeling, you know, a little discomfort in my financial security, I would bring it back to the basics and check the financial foundation and say, why are you feeling, what's the need for the increase in wealth? We all like, what is your specific um, need? And really it's probably going to come down to cash flow. So it's going to be, we need to make sure that over the short term, the medium term and the long term, you are spending less than you're bringing in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's hard to do it's sometimes, right? So hard to do. And you know what? Maybe this is kind of where both of our tips, tricks, advice, mindset, whatever we're kind of bridge together is because you're saying investing is not optional. It's a requirement. You need to carve this out. And I'm saying one of those line items in your budget has got to be for future you. Yeah. And so if you're spending, if you make a thousand dollars a month and you're spending a thousand dollars a month, that's got to be, we got to hit reset on that. We got to figure out a way either to bring up your income or reduce your expenses because you need that investment line item in there. Yeah. Yeah, it's an absolute mandatory must in every single budget of somebody who wants to retire one day. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so and I, hard. Like yeah, it's so yeah. hard. Grapes are $9.99 a pound at my grocery store this week. What? Oh dear, that is out of touch out of touch and everybody knows how heavy grapes are you take like three of them up there I'm like this is six pounds you start taking them off the branch thing and just (laughs) putting the branch thing back in the bucket I'm not paying 10 bucks a pound for that brand absolutely (laughs) not that I mean it's a challenge and this is where in times of constraints in times when you don't have control over the things that are affecting a lot of your financial decisions, it's really important to get creative. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so it's really difficult to get creative when you're feeling stressed. So having this foundation, having the idea that investing is, is a requirement as part of those everyday considerations, I think is really important. And having that set up before you're in a situation of stress is obviously better, but now is always the best time. If not now, when would you do it? Yeah. We got to create that gap, right? Between our our earning and our spending. Um, And sometimes that means looking for creative ways to make more. And sometimes you're looking for creative ways to spend less. Um, And often it's both. Um, Yeah. But we, we just can't get by. We can't reach our goals. We're not going to be wealthy if we don't have that gap. Yeah. I think too, like, because a lot of the people who listen to our podcast are moms and a lot of moms are also the grocery shoppers. Mm-hmm. I think that is a really big opportunity. Like when you say grapes are $9. Agreed. Um, well, we're not doing grapes this week. And like, Absolutely. I just... I just shared on my Instagram every Thursday when the flyers come out, I kind of skim them and I go through and I, I pick out the things that actually are good deals. Cause 
newsflash, not everything in a flyer means it's on sale. Mm -hmm. And so that's another thing that's like kind of tricky. Mm -hmm. And so I, uh, every Thursday I go through the flyers and I identify like, what is a good deal? And I kind of base our lunches and suppers around that. There's, and, and like, I am not a meal planner and I'm not a couponer, but groceries are more than my mortgage payment. Like groceries are my biggest expense besides income taxes. Yeah. (laughs) So that is one thing I have to get creative on because I have six people to feed in this house. And I, I, there's some things that I don't care what the price are. Like, for example, we get all of our meat from a local farmer. That's not going to change. If their price goes up a dollar a pound, goes down a dollar a pound, it's, it's still happening. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of people responded being like, oh, you know, this store price matches and this store does this, which is great. And if you have the capacity to do that, do that. Some of the stores that do that, I'm not going there. (laughs) I have no desire to enter into that building. It's chaos. I feel I'm an extrovert and I feel like there's so many people there that I am not comfortable. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I don't want to wait in line. I don't want, I just want to get in and get out. Oh, and that stress of, can you price match this as the line is like, you know, getting longer and longer behind you. You feel the person like breathing down your neck. Like, can you hurry up, please? I have kids to get to dance class. <laughs> yeah, no, thanks. Not so like, like even today, um, my husband went to town and because, so we live, we live rurally, so we don't have a grocery store here. And so I was able to just copy and paste from that notepad that I keep about flyers and be like, Hey, pop in because a watermelon, strawberries and laundry detergent are on sale this week at this store, you know, grab it. Yeah. 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 I think like we, we have to get creative in, in some way. Right. Yeah. And um, I mean, I'm sure we'll do many <clears throat> episodes in, in the future talking about groceries. And it's it's one of I don't like grocery shopping. I don't like meal planning. I don't like cooking. Um, I really like eating, <laughs> but I don't like any of the other parts of it um, so much so that I'll work a whole day and not eat just because I hate the process <laughs> of <laughs> trying to prepare something. Um, but even given all of that, I still have to have some type of plan for my shopping and my meals. Like I did a post this week about pulling your, your meat out on Sunday mm. from the freezer, putting it in a bowl and leaving it in the freezer or in the, sorry, in the fridge, um, having defrosted meat, that one task will save you thousands of dollars a year because you have something to cook Mm -hmm. one of the reasons people spend so much is because they don't know what to cook everything's frozen they're in a rush so they have to grab something else Mm -hmm. um so like whatever it is for you on how to get creative um we live in a world of like a lot of luxury um and you know not to shame anybody who is is this doing these things but i i watch busy moms who are stressed about their finances, pay someone to paint their nails, pay someone to walk their dog, pay somebody to clean their house, pay somebody to mow their lawn. Um, Those are a lot of things to pay for. And many of us do that. Those are optional. Retirement is not. (laughs) 
So mm-hmm. we can afford those things. We can probably, you know, if you've got creative to come up with the money in your budget for those luxuries, we can probably come up with the money for the necessity. If we change our mindset that that is a necessity, that that gap is a must, that there's only 24 hours in a day and our money has to work for us. So, um, you know, hopefully our chat today inspires somebody to, you know, just do one little thing um, in in that creativity, just make one little shift um, because all those little shifts really add up in a big way. Thanks for spending your time with us today. If you heard anything that piqued your interest, check out the show notes because we probably have some extra deets or links down there. Your homework for today. Go talk to someone about your money. Either your spouse, your kids, your coworker, or a licensed professional. And if you don't like those humans today, we're always talking in Lindsay's Facebook group, Black is the New Red. So join us over there. Head over to Facebook, type in Black is the New Red. You'll see so many amazing like-minded individuals in there trying to get better, asking the right questions, supporting one another. We look forward to hanging out with you again on your next dog walk or while you watch soccer practice from the sidelines. Cheers.